Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is December the 5th, 2020. Um, No segments for this episode, just... Florida State football rambling. Um, I don't even know where to start. I mean, this has just been like a crazy year just for life. Um, I said at the beginning of the season that I didn't think football should be played just because it's just, you know, a luxury that we can't afford now and I think just looking back on this whole season, Florida State should have just opted out. That's how I look at it. I just think with a new head coach and if they could have just got if they could have just took this whole year off and practice and install the offense, how how much better could we have been next season? You probably still would have had the decommits or maybe not. Maybe not the uh, recruiting decommits, because I think the recruiting decommits were just a product. We're were just uh, a factor of having a bad product on the field. So potentially you could have kept the decommits. Now, the opt outs, those probably would have happened at the beginning of the season. But it wouldn't have been a bad reflection on Florida State for putting a bad product on the field. And uh, um, like I said in an earlier episode, man, we're at ground zero right now. This there, There's probably never been a worse time um, in the history of this program. Um, you know, I, you can tell me all you want about the recruiting news and all that. That's awesome. That's that's awesome that they are offering guys. I, I you know I really don't care. I I wouldn't care if they had twenty five five stars right now, because my, like I like I've said many times, my attitude towards recu- uh, recruiting is the guy has to get on campus. He's got to get used to a college lifestyle, and he's got to get used to a college football environment. And some guys. Some guys come in and thrive in that environment. Most don't. There, there's, there's, there's thousands, hundreds of thousands of five-star players that never did anything in their college career versus the guys that come in and are superstars. Okay? So, I mean, you just look at our program now. Jaden Lars would be five-star basically a mediocre player a combination probably of his uh lack of commitment and a lack of development uh you know a lack of florida state having the the, uh development apparatus to to make him a better player i'm i'm almost positive if if Jaden lars would be goes to like Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, 
he's probably going to be a first-round pick in the NFL. Okay, but that's because they have excellent development programs, uh, you know, within their football program. Florida State does not. We are cheap. But some players come in and overcome the deficiencies of the uh, Florida State football program. Dalvin Cook, Demarcus Walker. um, Who else? Um, Hasn't been really a whole lot. Jalen Ramsey. uh, Jernigan. I mean, there's been players within the last 10 years that have overcome the deficiencies of this program. I mean, just 10 years ago, you know, you you weren't you wasn't talking about football only facilities and all this stuff and big money. That's really when it started. It, it really started from like 2000, I'll say 2011. 2011 up until now is when like big time, okay. Big time money rules college football. Money has always been in college football. Let's make no mistake about it, but I think just, okay, we're going to really heavily get these guys like Alabama was doing. I really think it started around that time because you remember Alabama had all those number one recruiting classes back to back. And as great as Nick Saban is, come on. And Texas was doing it, too, because, you know, Texas had a whole bunch of back to back to back. Number one classes. They got big time money too. Um, so. You know. We got to. Um, excuse my phone. I forgot though. <laughs> it's always something that I'm forgetting to put on silent man. Um. Excuse that. Um, I mean, they're they're saying that we're gonna play Duke and Wake Forest. I really don't. I mean, that's not gonna do. I mean, for me as a fan, it's not gonna do nothing for me. Okay, for the players, it's gonna give them more game experience. So I guess that's a good thing. But it's. I mean. I love I love the team always will it doesn't matter who suits up I'm gonna watch but you know I just think that uh, you know I just think they need to opt out and just start hitting the recruiting trail hard I know you have to do it virtually but you know I just think that this has just been like the the just a bad year for everything, man. And um because of COVID and you know I I don't know the exact reasoning for you know opting out of the Clemson game. I think it's a combination of not getting beat eighty to three and the ESPN article. Um. So, um, I, I the COVID thing. I'm I'm suspicious about that. Um. 
it just it just amazes me. We, you basically went almost a whole season with no COVID-19 cases and just boom, the whole team is taken out. It just it just doesn't sound right. But, I, you know, I've said many a time that there's been poor leadership, at, you know, um, at this program, not necessarily Mike Norvell. I think he just stepped into a a doo-doo show. I'd rather say something else, but I try to stay, you know, uh, G-rated on this show. So, um, I mean, solutions, I mean, it's simple. I mean, it's simple, but not easy. Okay, fix the offensive line, fix the defensive line. The essence of football. More so the offensive line. If you, and Notre Dame, Notre Dame is the perfect example of this. They fixed their offensive line. They have an elite offensive line. They continue to have uh, elite offensive line recruits. And that helps the whole team. You score more points. Your defense sits on the sideline. They're resting. They can get more three and outs. And thus, you're undefeated, and you're potentially going to make it to the college football playoff. So, anyone that thinks that not having a great offensive line doesn't help you, they just don't. They don't know anything about football. I mean, you you could have a great defensive line, and they can get all the three and outs in the world, but the name of the game is scoring points. And a lot of defenses don't score that often. You look at some of the greatest defenses ever. They didn't have a lot of, you know, scoring touchdowns. So that's what I said. If you have a great offensive line, it's it's the best thing for your team. It's the best thing for your team. And, um, that's what that should be their focus. I mean, me, I say be great on both lines, not just one. But I, you have to put the emphasis and you have to put the work in to get the offensive line recruits to be better. And, um, you know, you got Rod Orr coming in. You pair him with Lloyd Willis. You got two guys at 6'7", 300 pounds. You got to coach them up, get them in the weight room. You might have something right there. Book in tackles, move Darius Washington down to guard, put Love Taylor at guard. Um, um, number 55, I always forget his name, Dante Lucas. He's been a disappointment. Okay, if he's going to be a starter, to me, he's going to have to earn his job next year. He's going to have to go in there and beat somebody out. He's just, he just, he's been a disappointment. Um, you know, maybe you can keep him at guard and move Love Taylor to center because I haven't really been impressed with Maury Smith either. And Bavion Johnson is, you know, garbage. I mean, he, I mean, and he's constantly, consistently been a starter this season. So, you know, maybe I'm missing something. Um, I think you've got a good group of quarterbacks. I would try to go after a graduate transfer just to come in and compete. 
and and you know make these guys better um but i think jordan travis is the guy i think i i I, you know he needs to work on his passing um techniques and you know just work on the craft overall but athleticism is off the charts like i've said many times man he just needs more work on his fundamentals and i really think you're gonna have something he needs to learn this offense inside and out if he's truly invested in being the starter at florida state he would stay at florida state during this offseason and put in the work necessary to be the guy um and um i think he can do it um running back i think we got you know a couple of good running backs two of philly um corbin uh webb he opted out but he said he's coming back um i don't think we have any running back recruits in this 2021 class um so I wouldn't mind if they added another guy to this uh, group through recruiting. Um, we need another linebacker because we lost that one guy to Michigan. Um, got plenty of DBs. We need more pass rushers. We need more defensive tackles. Um, I mean, and just the guys that we lost. I mean, the only guy that I'm really going to miss is to Maury and Terry he was the only guy out of all these guys that have left that was a difference maker on the field that's it everybody else I mean there's no need to be upset they they were not now if Dean came out and said I'm leaving I would probably be mad because until he got hurt last year he was going to be an early round pick he was balling and he was going to leave last season. So, yeah, I, you know, Kando, J-Rob, um, if those guys, and, and, you know, J-Rob has struggled throughout his career at Florida State, but he's still a good guy. But if one of those three guys on defense were to leave, then I would, I would be alarmed. But. Just the the opt-outs and transfers that we had, I'm not going to miss them, guys. They they haven't made this a better program. So, um, coaching staff, better in-game adjustments. I've said that many a time. The in-game adjust, adjustments absolutely, absolutely stinks in all three phases of the, of the game. And, um. That's something that he's going to have to work on going forward. Adjusting to what the other team is doing to you. Um, um, just, just outside of the program. Well, not really outside, but off the field stuff. Uh, boosters need to boost. Stop being cheap. Administration needs to, you know, we need a new we need a new athletic director. Cole Coburn is an idiot, and just all the power brokers at Florida State need to get 
their their stuff together and maybe we can do something in the future so um that concludes this episode because i'll sit here and talk for 40 minutes about this that concludes this episode i hope you enjoyed it thank you for listening it's available on youtube it's available on all podcast platforms please wear a mask please social distance please be aware of your surroundings please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses please do your research on vitamins and as always go nose